Alright gamers, it looks like it's time for some RGH podcast, baby! I got my boys uh, Cactus HD back in town, thank god. He's been away for like nine years, been really missing him. And we got True Vanguard ready to rip as well to talk about all things gaming. It, honestly, it, it's been crazy. We had one episode with just us two, and then yeah. us two. And, uh, and the only person that actually cares about this podcast and shows up is me. So that is pretty crazy. How did I get roped into that? I'm not sure. Uh, actually... I got nothing. Yeah. Actually, it was okay. I, I feel like gaming has been a little bit slow lately. We've got some news today. Um, There's but, a lot, like, on the horizon. Like, right around the corner, you know? Yeah. Nope. Like absolutely. Here and now is a little slow. Yeah, it just kind of feels like one of those gaming lulls. I've seen a lot of other content creators talking about it, where it just feels like, you know, we're waiting for that next big thing. Will it be Lost Ark? Will it be a new Genshin Impact type game? Will it be, you know, Zelda Breath of the Wild? Like, there's games that exist. Halo, we're going to talk about that a little bit tonight. It's just not here yet. We're just sitting playing a lot of the same old games. Some games we've been playing for years, like Apex, but they're still updating. And, and you know... There, apparently, there's another Apex season coming soon. So, Their player retention is killer. Yeah, truly. So, you know, maybe that is going to be the meta long term in some cases as well because, you know, they're not going to make Apex Legends 2 when they can just keep making Apex. And if you don't like it, well, that's one big studio and a lot of money and a lot of dev, uh, you know, power continuing to build that game. They're not going to move away from it. And so if you don't like it, Hopefully someone else. Well, even if there isn't the banger games, Tash has got the Boomba Rum, which is amazing. <laughs> I've, I've got the Crown Royale. TD has got his own little concoction down there. I don't know what's going this on there. This is a Probably cocktail a... called The Last Word. Is there, is there, bitter, is there bitters proof. in it? Oh, there's bitters. Of no. course there's bitters in it. No, okay. but I did get some new smoked black walnut bitters that oh, I tried out last my. night in a smoked maple walnut old-fashioned. It was Dude, so good, man. Tash is putting rum into Coke, and that's it. You're like, I've got these smoked walnut extracts. I put that in, and I put it in I a chamber, and I inject smoke into the chamber. I use my smoking chamber. gun. Yeah. You do have a smoking gun. I, I got it, a smoking gun. Oh, I'm, I'm getting one. I'm getting a, a smoking contraption. I'm excited for it. I'm going to try it. I've never oh. done it before. Uh, hoping for the best. Wait, to, to smoke what? To smoke meats? What? Uh, none of your business. Uh... No, it's for it's like for smoking drinks, like a, like a, gla- a yeah like a glass smoker, like you like okay. you, you can smoke a beer. Are you just gonna poke? You can you smoke, a, smoke a rum. Are you gonna smoke a can of twisted tea? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I actually am. Jeez. I'm gonna add a little bit of zest to it. <laughs> well, you know, you spice it up. I think it'll be really good, honestly. Uh, um, uh, yeah, maybe a so, mojito. You know, like, gaming may not be lit, but. All us three will be lit by the end of the podcast, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, by the way, so, a fun fact before we really get into it. Uh, the RGH hot tub is delayed another two and a half months. So um, I want to have the boys out, but I just got a call and said, oh, by the way, there's a strike going on and your hot tub is delayed. And A I, hot tub strike? They're, they're the people at the factory. They're not there. They're not working. They don't have parts. I, they keep getting all these excuses. I got to call up Costco and be like, hey, <laughs> where's the tub? <laughs> I get it, dude, because our, um, we have like a full three-story addition to our house that, that we started out, right? Right. Yeah, you said. Standstill. They're like, we got no workers. 
we've had we've had some of our designers out uh, with COVID. We got people out because they don't want to work. Like they, it's just it's it's everywhere, man. There, a lot of stuff's at a standstill. I mean, I don't want to get but into economy too much in politics. But they'll take, but they'll take your job though. It's like, yeah, we can do it. And they can do it. You pay them. They're like, we have no workers. Crazy. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> the the thing though is like there is a lot of like labor shortage in in some industries, but I'm also wondering how much of it is just like, yeah, we'll pay you below minimum wage, right. uh, to to you know shovel dog poop, and it's like people just don't don't want a lot of those jobs. And I, I don't know. It's a tough little situation. But at the same time, you, you say, um, you know, with your renovation, you have problems. I did, too. It was like, hey, I need someone to uh, do some drywall. And I had to call, like, eight people. And, and, I mean, I think some of them might have just been busy. But I've never, like, I could find a drywaller the first day. Like, my dad, he's been in doing, like, renovation stuff his whole life. If he wants a drywaller, he can find a drywaller. Even the people that he's worked with in the past, they're like, yeah, we're too busy, or like, no, we're not doing it. Like, <laughs> It was yeah. so hard to find people in the trades. And I don't know what it, why, but... Hanging sheetrock no ain't fun, though. It's not Fair. many people are in the trades anymore, but it pays amazingly. Like, that's the thing. Kids, don't go to college. Go into the trades. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> statistically... Pe- people will always poop. Do. People always need electricity. I mean, I mean, truly, trades are pretty... I, I, I remember reading something about this guy whose his job was a septic. He was a septic tank guy. He would basically be the guy that comes and like empties people's septic tanks uh, for their. It wasn't their trailer parks. It was like kind of like their cabins and stuff. Okay. Right. And he's like, hey, you'd think worst worst job, right? This guy literally goes and empty, empties people's empties septic people's tanks. Crap, yeah. He's like, I love it. He's like, I love it because guess what? Everyone's nice to me. No one is gonna piss off the septic tank guy. That's right. He's the guy. Like, y- if you piss him off, you like you're done. Like, yeah. you, you know what I mean? It's like you're you got crap popping so up in your yard. Everyone is man. like so nice to him, and he's like, and he's like, uh, you know, that it just like is a fun, uh, more fun and uh, than you would expect. Anyways, <laughs> ten minutes about, in, we're just talking about drywall. We gotta talk about. We gotta talk about. We gotta stop talking about poop and start talking about. Shit, which is New World because apparently no one's dude. playing New World, dude. Well, that Man, we... I can't speak to it personally, but all I know as somebody from the outside looking in, because I don't play the game, all I can tell you from the outside looking in is that people are upset. Like people don't like the the way the yeah, exactly. invasions are working. The, they don't like the feedback. I saw some like was it Goth posted Gathalian posted something today on his Twitter about uh, a dev interaction where the dev- developer was like. Someone was like, this thing is a really frustrating mechanic. It's got to be fixed. And they're like, oh, that's intended. We want yeah, that. So explaining on that, for those who don't know, um, what's happened recently is like there's these big battles, MTAS, right? Like you can invade with like an army. There's a big battle. So people thought, oh, if you lose, you lose resources. So people thought, well, let's fight it out. So these people are like, we knew we were going to lose, but we fought as hard as we could. We made it to wave seven of eight. So we defended like seven waves out of eight, lost the eighth, eighth wave or whatever. We lost the battle. And then he's like, but we still lost a crap ton of resources. So we were all confused. It's like, okay, we, we, we almost completely defended, but we failed in the last wave. So we reached out to like support and was like, what's going on? And they said, no, that's an intended mechanic. So if you lose, if you get steamrolled, you don't lose as much resources. But that means if you try your butt off and barely lose, 
you lose a bunch more. So it's like, basically, if you're getting invaded, unless you're 100% sure you can defend, throw. just throw. You just yeah. throw. And I was saying to TV earlier, it's basically like a super scuffed new world skill-based matchmaking, right? Because I think the goal was like, oh, we want to prevent people from getting steamrolled constantly. So if you do lose, like, right away, you basically get mercy ruled. Like in Destiny, you like, oh, you don't lose that many resources, you got destroyed. I think that was their intention, but the result, it's like, it just doesn't make any sense. It's like, you almost win the defense and you're punished for it. Like, you might as well just throw every single time until you're sure you can fully defend. But the biggest issue, too, is like, you can only set... Uh, I think it's 10 people on the defense. I think there's 50 people, but you can only have 10 of them, two groups of five, from your clan who's defending your city to defend it. And so it's a bunch of fucking randoms, like, filling in the gaps. Like, level 20 Johnny is like, I'm going to defend the fort! And it's like, what the <laughs> hell? Why do we have this, this whole clan? Like, why do we have this whole clan trying to defend? And correct me if I'm wrong on that, because I'm not sure if it's the wars or the invasions, but I'm pretty sure it's the invasions. Because when we were doing the wars, we had, like, everyone in the clan. Like, it was Glad and me and Fruit. Like, everyone was there. So I'm pretty yeah. sure it's only for the invasions. You can only have, like, a, a small group defending it. It's like, well, why? And part of it is because they want other people to maybe experience it. They don't want the people that own the cities to have complete control. But it's like, we're losing major, major upgrades to our city if we lose this. And Jimmy with a pitchfork is like, oh, I've got the northern gate. <laughs> like, what the hell, man? It I was so like, me just started the game with my, like, rock and stick. I'm like, yeah. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, truly. <laughs> yeah. But also, I knew you can speak more to this, Tash. Something else I read is, like, none of the new world, like, multipliers work properly in build crafting. It's like, um,. Your, your resistance, like, doesn't work against crit chance and, like, all these, like, things, like, don't work. Like, they just are broken. Yeah. It's like, you know... Um, Fireball bonus like, damage doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Like, all these, like, resistances or these bonuses, like, they just don't work. So, when you're build crafting, there's basically only one build that works and it's, like, a pure DPS build because it's, like, the only stats that actually work. Sure, Like, sure. All, the, well, all the resist stats are, like, broken. Well, actually... The other thing is, it's it's actually even the opposite, is if you go light armor and you get the bonus damage or whatever, like, you do your thing, you've got more mobility. But if you don't choose heavy armor in the wars, like, you're just screwing yourself because I, I believe in the, in the heavy armor, there's a stat that says, like, resilience. You take 2.3% less damage from crit rate or for, from critical hits. I can't quite remember. But then someone discovered it's not from critical hits. It's from any damage source, period. And so if you stack it on all the armor, you just take, oh, like, 25% less damage than anyone else. And so this guy posted on Reddit, and he was just like, oh, by the way, this is why we've won every single war, is our entire team is stacking this stat and just taking 25% oh, less damage than anyone else in the war. Like, it's, it's literally impossible to 1v1 me because you have to, you, your damage output has to be an impossibly high number. And so Can it's you just imagine if, if in any other game you step into a duel with someone who just had twenty five percent more health than you, right? Like, <laughs> that's crazy. And and hey, like, it's did you the stag, buddy? Yeah. We have it in Destiny, <laughs> and people hate it. Did you yeah. did you hear about like the screen locking thing, where you would like no. okay, so you would equip the hatchet, 
and the hatchet makes you immortal uh, for like two seconds. You just can't die when you have that passive. But what people were doing is they were making their new world game in windowed mode. And then as soon as that would trigger, you would grab the window and shake it around and just keep doing it. And there was a like a weird interaction between the clients and the server. And as long as you kept moving your screen, you couldn't die. So people would rush in on the point, stand there, and then just go, yay, with their mouse. And, oh my and, and then they, they would capture the point in the war. And everyone was like, why won't this guy die? It's been 15 seconds. He won't die. <laughs> and, and, and it's like, how is that in the game? Now, they patched it. They patched it. But oh my God, can you dude. can you imagine <laughs> losing a war because there's a bunch of dudes oh just <laughs> just standing immortal? <laughs> and and I mean, come on, guys. There's people t posing in these wars, fifty on fifty. It's supposed to be this epic battle, and everyone's t posing on the point. And it's like, are you alive? Are you dead? And and that's the thing is, I quit pretty early. I loved the game. I made a whole damn channel. You, New I World Tips. Saying you're addicted. I know. New World Tips. I was gonna make a channel. I made a couple <laughs> videos. They did pretty good. One of them has like seven thousand views. And then, like two days later, I started to get further into the game, and I started realizing the problems. There's problems with the crafting system, the end game system, the amount of money you get from you know getting rid of gear. There's so many problems. And then I did a war where everyone was t posing. And it was just like, damn, this game is actually broken. <laughs> and uh, that was only scratching the surface. There's so many just, problems that I, I could feel the frustration mounting. And I, I just kind of knew this isn't for me long term yet. There's yeah. still there's 300,000 people playing right now. So it's not dead. Yeah. But I, I would also say a lot of those people maybe are newer players, oblivious to some to of those patches. Game. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of my friends are all saying, damn, what is going on here? Like, Gethalion I mean, was like he, was like, he was so excited to start this clan up, and, like, I look in the clan chat, and he's just like, man, I'm so bummed. Like, I don't want to go, like, I, I don't want this thing to die, but, like, geez, this, this really sucks. Y you're winning a no, war, no. and it doesn't feel good because of all the glitches. You're losing yeah. a war, and it feels even worse because the glitches. It's just hey, listen, not good. Uh, this is why I, I can't start a new channel. I can only handle one dead channel. Tash has <laughs> three dead channels now. Actually, they think the Clips channel is doing well. That's nice. The, clip, the Clips, the clips channel is popping off. off. Clips it's taking great. off. One out of three channels are alive. That's good. That's a pretty good ratio. <laughs> well, it's funny that you mentioned this glitch in New World. Destiny actually had his... I don't know if you've heard about this, Mike. There's a similar glitch in, in Destiny where if you could, like, you tab out of the game or whatever. I don't remember exactly the specifics about where it only works on PC, but you can basically make like a billion orbs of light with a well of light or a bubble. Right. And, and so, now, Oh, go ahead. Well, and now like Bungie's band aid to it was like, now, well, if you tab out, we're just going to kick you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, so like trial streamers are like, I'll go ahead and run a raffle. They tab out of the game. Banned. So like, it's like they kicked for the activities. Oh man, that's brutal. I'm over, I'm over here on console, like, Rup, that must suck. But I mean, oh yeah. It, well, I mean, do you do that yeah, or do you yeah. ruin the integrity of the game? You know, it's like they can't have someone ruining a PvP match with these glitches. So. If you, if well, the, unfortunately, a little bit of drama. This all happened. I listen. This all happened when I was on vacation. I'm not involved at all. But yeah. like, sure, you you're probably abusing it so you could get that damn grandmaster guide out. Yeah. <laughs> That's the oh, only way you could beat it. He's like, yo, oh, this is kind of free, guys. 
I bet it dude, is. Dude, it is free. I'm pounding out these grandmasters like they're nothing, dude. I'm looking at other people's guides 40 minutes to beat it. I'm pounding out in 20, baby. Listen, you watch. Everyone memes on Cactus HD, but guess what? I got the best damn guides in the business, baby. Uh, all right. But in all seriousness, what happened was there was like a YouTuber. I'm not going to say who it is, but has got banned like four times this guy is like a prolific glitcher like he uses like third-party exploits to get out of the map basically yeah and uh i'm not sure it's kind of like one of those things where it's like okay you have third-party exploits and actual like you're hacking the game to get out of bounds to post out of bounds videos like who's to say you're not hacking the game to do other things sure uh like, oh, you suddenly had a real good match. That sniper rifle's looking real accurate. Maybe you toggled on some other part of your saw. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's all not proven, but it's like, okay, the guy's, he's gotten banned like four times. But basically, this glitch got posted, but, and he, they knew, apparently this glitch was known about for a while, and the people who discovered it, like, tried to communicate it with Bungie. And then this guy got banned for his fourth time or whatever, got all pissed off at Bungie for banning him for hacking. And so he like released, (laughs) and so he like publicly released this glitch. And now everyone who alt tabs is getting, is getting in trouble. So it's like, Oh dude, like bro, like that's so annoying, dude. Like why? Well, people, but people are less mad at that dude than me from having a, a fun intro for 15 seconds or whatever. Like, bro, come on. I mean, I'm all tabbed out of this this whole podcast right now. Like, I'm, I, like <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything place. open. I'm I'm reading Reddit. Like, think of how many I mean, times you alt tab in a day oh, from a so game. Much. Constantly, so much, constantly, constantly. And uh, like, I don't even think I'd be able to break that habit. I'd have to disable one of the buttons so I wouldn't do it in game because I'd just be like, oh, let me check something quick. But uh, let's move on to Halo Infinite, though. Halo Infinite. Got some big upgrades, but also not big upgrades, which I'll discuss. So if you look at the thumbnail of this uh, of this podcast, that little photo is pretty notorious. It's not the Craig. It's not the Craig image of like the original uh, brute, but that image was shared on Twitter. It got a ton of retweets saying, "Hey, look at look at Halo Infinite now. They've upgraded it like crazy." And shortly after being posted and going somewhat viral, uh, one of the devs from Halo is like, actually, I'm going to correct you. Listen, (laughs) that's not in-engine. So maybe it is a cutscene or something like that, but it is not in-engine, so don't get your hopes up kind of thing. The first one, I thought the first one was also like part of a cutscene. It it is, because he's talking to the camera. So, you know, I don't know how you quantify that, but whatever you're yeah, seeing, like, yeah. that does look great. It looks really good. It's got some more character. Uh, it looks like, you know, the the rendering is done. But if you guys, if you want to check on Reddit, r slash gaming, I think has a post right now showing the uh, the assault rifle before and after. They did that, you know, initial reveal uh, a few months back. And Dude, now... The guns look like plastic. They're ooh, they don't even, so they don't have any bad. color, like Initially. nothing. Yeah, they have like no color yeah. to them. They just like, they look like plastic. And uh, now they've added um, a lot more visual spice to it. So it definitely looks a lot better. And I mean, even the footage of the Warthog driving around and Chief doing all this stuff, it does look quite a bit better. Does it look Which, next gen? I, I don't know. Can I say, yes. it was like, you're right. Everything you said is 100% correct. It looks substantially better. 
But then, if you kind of think, it calls into question. Remember when it was first initially revealed? You had a size. You had a lot of people kind of memeing on it. But you had a sizable amount of like Halo fanboys who were like defending it. They were like, that's just the style, bro. That's just the style. Right. And it's like, you're all idiots now. Like, everyone who said that, you, you like, it basically was like kind of exposed as like, it, every, including the devs were like, bro, this, <laughs> this needs some more work, right? So it's like, that just kind of shows, I guess I shouldn't say like you're all idiots, but it just shows like, you have people who are such fanboys that they wanted a product to be good so bad they identify with halo and there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with really liking halo but they almost like trick themselves into being like this is it's just a style it's just a it's just stylized bro it's like no dude it looked like garbage and now it's so much better right so it's like kind of a, a, a an interesting thing it's like dude don't be so much of a fanboy that you're like blinded to this stuff yeah. you got to like keep like a reasonable mind would be like, yeah, that doesn't look good for a next gen console. Like, where, I think at the time it was 2020, 2019 or something. It's like, that doesn't look right. It was 2020. Yeah. It was. It was 2020. 2020. Yeah. So I'm coming at it from the opposite perspective. Um, not a Halo fanboy. I, I love like classic Halo. That's what I grew up. That's what made me the gamer I am now was Halo Combat Evolved, Halo 2, Halo 3, especially. Um, but I have not been excited about Halo in a long time, and I've ex- I've expressed that on the podcast several times. Like I'm just not that excited about Infinite. Nothing about it is really speaking to me as a real future-thinking, innovative game. But one of the things that I w- I have to admit I was impressed by was I was worried that they were going to stay so committed to classic Halo that there's parts of there's parts of classic halo that just frankly don't age well and i was concerned about that and i thought that's what we were going to get but they made a lot of changes to the game in its uh, at its core and how it functions that i think um show that they're at least thinking about how do we make halo innovative and bring it up to sort of current standards things like they got a home base now master she's got a home base he's got um you know a garage you know, vehicles. He's got uh, sort of like the the Far Cry shtick of there these these there are these enemy bases that he can go in. He can he can clean them out, take over, and have that as an outpost kind of thing. Like just stuff that you never saw in an old Halo game. They were just you play this mission and then this one and then this one. You know what I'm saying? There's right. no place to go back to other than the game's start menu where you choose where you're gonna go to next. So having that all be sort of in-game feels a lot more organic. Um, I think that really helps bring the the franchise up to speed with what gamers really have come to expect out of a modern-day video game. And that's what I think has really been holding uh, Halo back is that they've been so committed to staying classic that a lot of those features just don't age well. We have different standards now for what makes a good game, what makes a good user experience. So I was happy to see, at least from a negative standpoint, I haven't been excited about Infinite. That excited me. That made me feel a lot more positive about the game. I've seen some footage yeah, from. I agree. I've seen some footage from PvP. Oh, can I say? Yeah. Someone in the chat was like, "Oh, TV and Kakas do this with Destiny all the time." Is like fanboy of it, bro. We literally get called haters and toxic streamers like every day by the fanboys. Like, shut up, dude. I've I. It's so weird. I you get called a hater and like toxic streamer, and you get called like a blind fanboy at the same time. In the time. same day, it's One- like. I'll be like, I don't like this thing that's happening. They'd be like, you're just a hater farming impressions. 
I know, but <laughs> you're like, I like this thing. Like, you can't have a nuanced opinion. You either need to hate everything about something or love it and and hate anyone who dislikes it. Right. Like, it's so weird. People who anyway. care that much about how we see a video game honestly have never felt the warmth of a woman's touch, and I pity them. <laughs> I pity you. Okay, now, now this is getting toxic. I thought this was a gaming <laughs> podcast. Ta- yeah, you know what? Maybe they're on to something about these toxic streams. <laughs> That's but, right. No, uh, like Halo, uh, so weird, man. They're innovating. It's cool. I mean, I have uh, Xbox Game Pass for the PC, and it says, like, I'm going to get access to Halo multiplayer when it comes out. It's just, unfortunately, it comes out one day after the big Destiny 30th anniversary, Galahorn Quest, New Dungeon, like, man, so much stuff. And, um, yeah, like... It's a little yeah. tough to, like, commit to a game like that. Yeah, especially, like, it's a game like Hate League. There's people who are, like... We've talked about this before, like, covering covering something is different than just playing it. Like, it's people who are, like, dedicated Halo channels... But also right, posting updates every day. Yeah, but also like, like I'm not, what are you going to cover in Halo? There, there's no right? loadouts. That that's because no, people keep asking me like, are you going to cover Halo? And I'm like, like I'll, what, I'll play it. I might stream it and have some fun. But unless yeah. like like what can you post? Okay, if there's some funny Forge maps and Forge moments, maybe if you're super personality based, maybe you get away with that. Yeah, or I think that's or the, you're snipe down. You're the best player and you're absolutely god tier PvP player. And like you got a second I, one coming in, I, I'm good. Go. I'm good. But are you gonna watch me or are you gonna watch Nated? Are you gonna watch me or are you right. gonna watch Snipe Down? Like it, it's just sure. it just yeah, seems like a weird game to cover. You're not gonna be like, well, what what gun kills you faster, the BR or the AR? Like maybe a couple comparison videos, but unless you're doing the Chris Puckett MLG top ten plays, like I just don't yeah. know what kind of content there is for Halo other than kinda, yeah, Forge, like, which isn't gonna be there at launch. It's not even gonna be there, so it's like, come on. Yeah, like I mean that's the thing. Like Destiny, like we meme on Destiny, but like there's a lot of content you can make, right? I mean, the freaking uh, what was it? The scout rifle, the the the, the scorpion, whatever. Uh, that's been in the game since the start of the season, and then cool guy does a video on it, right? And then now it starts to pop off and everyone's going after it. And then like more people start making videos or whatever. Um, like again, like I knew about, I knew that this gun was good. Cause I like the rapid fire scouts. Like ever since uh, the, the, the one I was, I played with UTV, the one from deep zone. Crypt, I really like, so it's like, this one's out. It has kill clip. That's very exciting. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, dude, this, this has been in the game for so long, but destiny does have like a depth in terms of like, all these weapons. Grandmasters just came out. We got the Grandmaster guides going. You've got like all these new uh, like uh, elemental well mods you can do builds with and so on. Whereas like Halo, it's just like the battle rifle is the battle rifle is the battle rifle. And yeah, they may like do some buffs and nerfs, but it's like how, what's your, your you don't have a loadout. There's going to be, I mean, you can maybe go in depth if like talking about like map, like map, like uh sight lines and stuff like that like going really hard on like the competitive aspect but even then like i just like you said tash it's like you you're basically either so good you're like shroud or snipe down or something and you're just like basically posting your gameplay or you are doing personality based content you know you're dicking around on forge because you're the russian badger or whoever right mm-hmm. like that that's it 
there's not a lot of like stuff in terms of content there. No. Um, and, and like there's a cover. There's no like like I, I know that there's some players that even with Destiny they might resonate with watching someone who plays Hunter a lot or like Titan and they want to get better. And like I understand that there is a skill thing that people want to get better. Wa- you know, watching a Halo player and stuff, but. I just feel like there's not as much personality in the game, and I, I don't know. Like you can't be known as the guy who who only uses slug shotguns or only uses fuse rifles. Like I, I just don't know if there's as much style there. It's gonna be the best players who get watched, and I think it's gonna be more a stream game than YouTube. And it, it has been for a long time. People watch montages of Halo, but I think here's the big the, the biggest issue. Halo has been around forever. And I think Halo, when it was popular back in 2 and 3, was before YouTube was really a thing. People weren't getting paid on YouTube. People weren't content creators on YouTube. There was a montage, like the Walshy montage and the, you know, the straight ripping montage, like these crazy montages that did get good views, but there was not content creators. And then they had a huge lull, Halo Reach, Halo 4, Halo 5. There's a couple pros here and there, but there's not like a huge content creator base there. And the opening wine, true? Is that wine? What is that? That is Lafroy. Oh, that's, it's whiskey. That's okay. Scotch. Uh, sorry, I thought he was like opening a bottle of wine. I was like, damn, we're all going <laughs> so hard. But no, but Tash, you're right. And you know what? Like probably the biggest avenue for this to be good in terms of content creation is the forge mode there is a lot of like that's what i was gonna say there's a lot of personality based youtubers there's so many out there so many huge ones i mean i mentioned the russian badger dude every goddamn video that guy does is like two million views i was like it, it, like you know what i mean this guy is huge and he's just like one of so many but yeah. all of them are good this is forge mode it's like forge mode is where you get creative is where you get fun is where you make your own like that and it's like the fact that it's not launching with forge mode is just like so shocking i totally agree crazy some of the richest history of destiny or destiny of halo's um you know presence online has been the creative community that heavily invests in creating unique game modes creating unique maps, doing um, machinima-style videos, um, you know, like like how to catch red a noob, blue. red versus blue, right. stuff like that. And, and so it's not all about just being good at the game. That was one of the, the I would argue, I in my opinion, probably the best feature of Halo Classic was the creative aspect of it and what you what you could make, what you could build, and what experiences you could craft on your own. And that's why file share was such a big thing back in the day. You'd go onto Bungie.net, you'd see what file share things are trending. Somebody made a new game mode. Oh, this is dope. Let's download it with download it. I share it with my buddies, they download it too, and we all play it that night. And uh, those are things that even today, I kid you not, like with the Master Chief Collection, we have gone back and found things that we grabbed from file shares ten years ago. And uh, we play them now. You know, like the DK mode where the things are I don't know if anybody's a Halo fan. You know this, where the all of the vehicles and explosive barrels are tumbling down a cliff, and you just have to climb up the cliff and dodge everything, and you get a point for your team when you make it to the top. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff that kept Halo thriving. So when yeah, you launch 100%. without that, it's a big uh, deal. It's a it's, big deal, dude. And and no co-op multiplayer, like. 
Yeah, or for sorry, the story. Campaign. Yeah. No yeah, Cope campaign. campaign. It's like that was like it's like a tradition. So many people like play the campaign with their buds. Like it, 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 and the fact that you won't have that is just like I mean, it's coming later. It's not like they're never going to make it, but it's like will that really diminish from this the the, the launch? I think it will. Yeah. Thank you. I think I think also with Halo because there's been such a big gap, like we're talking like 10 years of Halo being on the back burner of like, you know, popular culture. Like it just, it hasn't been popular. There's been Fortnite, there's been Call of Duty, there's been Apex Legends, there's been all these other games that have popped off and Halo has been kind of an afterthought or just like not very popular with people. But now it is going free to play. So that could be a saving grace. It will get people to maybe try it. But honestly, I'm going to tell you, and and I want to know if you guys agree. I'm kind of scared about any game that launches because it just seems like everything is botched at launch. Like Battlefield beta, I try that out and I'm like, yikes, this is not very polished. There's some major issues here. You look at Cyberpunk, there's all these huge games, millions, hundreds of millions of dollars in cost and devs and, and all this stuff here. And they just, they never put out a finished product. And it's like, will Halo be finished will it be polished will it feel good i don't know i'm losing faith here uh i just feel like i mean new world we just talked about new world it's like god damn it when is someone gonna nail it when is someone gonna put out that game and i understand i understand major delays covid i I get it that is really tough but at the same time like like when have you gone to a movie and they're like oh we forgot to edit the audio in or like oh we forgot to fix this thing here i mean this wasn't it's ready also, in time. Uh, we did, we didn't also, do the green screening here. You know, like, they don't also, do that. It's also, like, the slick guy is in the chat. Sorry, everyone knows, everyone I know plays Halo for multiplayer, not Forge. Like, no, like, no. A lot Dude, of the maps like, that you play multiplayer are, are It's like, it's like, yes, Forge Halo maps. multiplayer, Halo multiplayer is super important, but it's like, that's another reason like are they getting the opinions of people high up or like this guy who's like oh, forge doesn't matter i'm telling you forge matters so much because like we said the content creation aspect that like that is going to be based a lot in forge right and if you're someone who's like oh who cares like i don't watch halo youtubers you don't but every goddamn 12 year old on the planet does okay and they're the people who convince their moms to buy the game like, if you don't have that audience, the game dies. Where you can only have so many bitter dads playing a game, right? Like, <laughs> you you need a bigger audience, right? So, you need, it doesn't we love Fortnite, we love Fortnite. Like, you need We them. love Fortnite, we love, like, they like, gotta be flossing. People, that's the reason <laughs> that game blew up, right? Is they attracted that audience around, along with everyone else, right? So, it's like, you need those people with millions of subscribers to be playing Forge modes and having a blast and that is such an encouragement for other people to get the game like it's a huge factor so like the again like the fact that it isn't launching with that is a big deal mm -hmm. guess what halo doesn't need the hardcore halo audience they're going to be there regardless they need the other audience yeah like and and it goes beyond just content creators who have a million subscribers back in the day Halo, Bungie at the time, with Halo, created longevity in the game. They they basically inf- infused new content into the game that they didn't even make. 
Yep. Yeah. What they did is they took things that other people made with Forge Mode and said, Ball. that's actually a really good idea. This is a really cool game mode. This is a really cool map. And they said, we're taking it because that's in actually the terms of, of service that you agreed to. That's actually That map's ours. So we're going to put that in the rotation. There are a ton of maps in Classic Halo that were created not by Bungie, not by map designers at the studio. They were made by players. Is it, isn't Griffball? Isn't Griffball yeah, made by people? Yeah, originally, Griffball is yeah. a great example. So w- when you say we don't need that stuff, we just need what they are going to spoon feed us. No, if you're actually a genuine fan of the Halo experience, you know how important community creation stuff is. And these are not people with a million subscribers. This was Jack sitting on his couch at home while his wife's sitting next to him on her iPad, and he made a map, you know, and it got popular. And it's in the game. It's stuff like that that really added genuine longevity to the Halo experience. And, like, the Forge modes, I I think for... Even MLG, like the competitive scene, I'm pretty sure like almost half of the maps were Forge maps. They weren't even maps that that Bungie developed because they're like, oh, these are way more competitive. So it was literally, it was literally like people making Forge maps, and then they implement them into the tournaments. And they're like, yeah, don't play on the maps yeah. that that we created. Play on the community <laughs> maps because they're more balanced. Like that's insanity. Also, Dude, but, really cool that like yes. my map is an MLG map. That's that's pretty sweet. But what we're talking about again, that's exactly why the people in chat, people in chat are like such. <laughs> like we just talked about this. They're like, oh, Forge doesn't matter. We're literally talking about how they're taking Forge maps and implementing them as official MLG maps in the game. Like now they're missing out on that content like they have to make all these maps via scratch they could potentially launch with less maps right easily and and then implement those forge maps so we're just saying like it's they're missing out on a big thing here now does that mean halo is going to be terrible absolutely not Listen, so, the reason why they don't understand is because they're not real gamers like we are. Like, that's why we're the real gamer our podcast, yeah. and they're just sitting there talking trash. I, I just got, someone, someone just called me tilted. He's like, what do you know about Halo? You only play Destiny. Bro, I've been gaming my entire fucking life. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I used to be a dedicated Battlefield 4 YouTuber. I used to be a dedicated Call of Duty YouTuber. I used to be a dedicated, like, Borderlands YouTuber. I've done it all, brother. Like, do you know who we are? Like, do you know how many <laughs> anime chicks I've got on my roster in Genshin, bro? <laughs> do you know how many thousands of dollars I've but, spent on an anime game, bro? The, that, the truth it, is you have to be willing to hear the good and the bad. We started out this exactly. session by praising the game and saying, look, they surprised Halo, us with this feature and this Future, it's a huge that's upgrade. awesome but here are Hol- our concerns holy crap i will say legitimately like because because we have kind of been crapping on halo and fairness to the halo fans we, again you're right thank god they didn't launch in 2020 yeah like could they, you imagine they're, they're giving themselves like, an opportunity honestly, to succeed right like like, like honest honestly like how bad it probably would have been a, a train wreck they would like, they would have got clowned on and it would have been the like the end of halo the, Honestly, this is the end of Halo if they don't nail it. Like, there's no, there, there's no more. I don't more. know about that. Halo there's is so, it's like so ingrained in the culture. Three like, games, three failed games in a row. I mean, if you're um, if you're looking at the numbers of how I wouldn't say fail. How? No, I'm telling you, Halo people people who like Halo Reach like Halo Reach, and anyone who liked Halo two and three for the most part 
they were like fine or hated Reach. And then going into 4, 4 was like almost franchise-killingly bad. It was awful. And 5, it has some potential. But like, it's been a long time since a lot of people who I know, myself included, have cared about Halo. I mean, Ryan, this guy, this, his wife, him and his wife were playing Halo back in the trenches, back in the college days, grinding. He hasn't played Halo. He, he, he's, he's, he's a... He's a a wannabe now because like said, halo I sucked for so long <laughs> I, I was a i was a diehard halo fan i really really was and i actually i saw the value in reach i um i played a ton of reach you know that whole like race to um it wasn't uh what was the name of the, noble um, noble no wasn't it noble one was noble the race to because I I felt like Spider was one of the top two guys who ended up Mythic right the race to Mythic is well maybe it it, maybe it was Mythic the highest rank possible I was in bro I was in the top two hundred players during that race I was not up there at the top but I was in the top two hundred at the time I was serious about Reach at the time and um, listen. And like I said, we started out this section by praising the positives of the game, but you have to be willing to hear the negatives too, and not and not get upset at the person saying it just because oh, they yeah. have a, they have so concerns. It's, uh, dude, okay. someone's like, "This is why I block Cacus for what saying that Halo should launch with a Forge mode." What did I say that's so controversial, dude? I was like, "Also, Forge mode matters, dude." If you're listening to us, we're we're also saying we want these things so it doesn't die. We want it to yes. succeed, dude. I loved. I remember coming home from, like, junior high, I think it was, every day I would come home and get on Halo and play Stairway to Heaven, Tremors, Duck Hunt. Bro, this was, like, such a huge part of my life. I re- That's why I'm, like, I lived off Forge, Forge mode and multiplayer. Loved the MP as well. Like, no shade to the MP. But it's, like, Halo launching with no co-op campaign, no Forge mode until later, I think it really does hurt it. And I would love to see it launch with all of that stuff. Because it is kind of weird, like, oh, pay this money now and get part of it. We'll bring the rest of the stuff later. But that's, you know, people freaked out at Bungie for doing that. The whole, like, dungeon thing. Pay us now and you get the content later. People are, like, pitchforks with that, right? So it's understandable that people are... are um, upset about that that in halo as well i just want the game to be good i I, i'm always i always want like the games to succeed because i just like gaming and i'm just worried that it's like ah man it's like do they need a little bit more time right i like i'm always okay with devs delaying stuff it seems like the higher ups of these companies are not it seems like the gamers are pretty chill with games being delayed like if you ask a Halo fan, obviously they want it to come out. They want to play it. But if you're like, if they need more time, would you be willing to give them a, a delay and they can launch with everything at once? I think a lot of Halo fans would be like, yeah, I would be okay with that. Yeah. I mean, rushed, rushed product, always bad. Delayed product, yeah. opportunity to be good. Yeah. yeah and yeah. speaking of, of, honestly, a surprising one. Guard. Well, before we get on to that. No, no, I gotta go to this no, one. No, 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 no we'll we do it. Do, Just no, trust we, me. We, trust me. We actually do need to. We'll get more viewers after this topic. I promise you. <laughs> okay. Guardians of the Galaxy. Everyone okay. has been roasting. Any like superhero game, for the most part, has been pretty trash. But Guardians of the Galaxy is getting some pretty big praise. Good gameplay, 
People are liking the flow of it, the writing. I've seen more positive reviews than I expected because as soon as I saw Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, okay. Oh, yeah, a, 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 move, a movie adaptation game? It's going to be trash. But now people are saying that it's, here's, it's yeah. great. Here's what you got to know. Here's the basic, the basic gist of this, whole, of this whole topic is that Square Enix made the Marvel's Avengers game and people were not happy. They were like, yo, you're trying to do this whole live service thing. You're trying to nickel and dime your community with these microtransactions and all this bullcrap. If you had just made a campaign-focused game, you'd have had a good game. Sorry, I'm out. And then people said, oh, I hear that Square Enix is making another Marvel game. They're making yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy. I ain't touching it. But then someone says, hold up. This is good. And then IGN's like, uh, no, but for real, this is good. And then their favorite content creator's like, no, nah, but for real, this game's really good. And people are like, wait, do I need to check this out? And guess what? Square Enix must have taken some of that criticism of Avengers seriously because with Guardians of the Galaxy, they created a game that is linear it is campaign focused there's no multiplayer there's no live service there is no there are no multi or uh, microtransactions it is just a good well scripted single can player game can you buy game. experience gains H have you seen like you can you now cannot buy experience games. Games. have you seen the ratings 81% meta score but the user rating which is i, I feel like the user rating is either way below it's or yeah. or it's way above yeah at 9.4 user rating. Whoa. That's pretty insane. Bro, I'm going to have to get Because, because people would be savage about Guardians of the Galaxy. People would be savage. They'll be like, it's a two. It's a two if they didn't like it. They would just roast it and be like, Marvel game? This is trash. This, is, this isn't <laughs> like the comics. The, uh, Cringe plus ratio plus you fell off. Right? <laughs> I, I could see that audience completely roasting it if it wasn't a good game. Oh, they just, they're trying to cash in on the Guardians of the Galaxy name. That's what I see happening. So the fact that they're giving it a 9.4 and saying, yep, this game's great, that goes to show Crazy. that, you know. Yeah, like, did, did, did they basically take what everyone was mad about in Avengers and say, all right, let's just not do that? I mean, like, it's also, like, it's interesting, right? Like, how well is this game going to do? Because the, mo the money, the money comes from the microtransactions. Like... Dude, the amount of people who bought the, like, uh, Nightmare in Verdansk Warzone, like, Scream skin, it's, like, $20 a pop or $30 a pop or something. Like, the ev everyone in the, in the lobby has that skin, right? They're making tens, hundreds of millions of dollars on, on a skin, right? That is where the money is from, the skins, right? And so it's like the fact that you're going full single player is it better for the game? Absolutely. Are the reviews going to reflect that? Absolutely. I wonder, like, are they still going to turn a decent profit because of the positive reviews? I certainly hope so. Because, yeah. like, that's why you see, like, all these games moving towards this live service model is because that's where the money is made. Even if the game's, like, slightly mediocre, you have a few yeah. whales and you, you can make your money. You can get so much more money out of, out of every dedicated player in a live service model than you can with a game that's just a solo campaign. You charge them once in that game. 
But yep. with Destiny, you charge them once, and then now you're going to charge them again and again. Yeah, and you, again, want and again, you want a $5 emote? You want a $10 skin? Yeah, yeah. I Honestly, my hope, though, is because everyone does realize that that's the meta on making a bunch of money. But it's like, if you're going to do it, make the base game really good. And I'm not gonna cry. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm not gonna cry about it. But it's like they throw out the game. There's some major issues. Then they're trying to monetize on top of it. And it's like, come on, man! Like you're. You, I feel like you're phoning this in. Like if you, I don't know if you guys have played Slay the Spire, but if they had Slay no, the Spire, before, though, yeah. right? Right. They have Slay the Spire. You've got multiple different characters, all these different relics. It's a roguelike game. If you, if that was the base game, and then it was like, okay, there's there's another character you can get for five bucks, and another character, I would buy it. Because the game, the base game, the base core there is like amazing. Or like a game, a game like Path of Exile, where they're always updating new seasons, new content. It's free to play all the time. You want to throw some monetization at me? I've spent $350 on Path of Exile. Not because I need to. (laughs) Not because I need to, but because I want to support the devs. I want to give them money because they always bring me a new season. I'm sorry, I will say with Path of Exile, you basically do need to buy, like, the one... Like, the stash uh, tabs? Pack. Yeah. 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 Like, holy crap, dude. Like, especially when you get the little resources, like, you need that resource tab. It's, like, impossible to get to the end game without it. That's true. But other than that minor, somewhat minor complaint, uh, you know, you- it is... Yeah, I agree with you. It's, like, make the game good, and then people are willing to spend... The money. Just don't milk like, me. Don't milk me. Don't I'll, milk I'll give you the milk on my own accord, but, <laughs> but don't I'll milk me. Milk. Like, right? Yeah. If you reach for it, then it's a problem. But if I'm giving you the milk, you can, jug, you can, <laughs> yeah, you can yeah, guzzle it down, it. put it in your chocolate milk. I don't care. But it's but just... It's like, uh, it's like Fortnite. Perfect example where it's like, it came out, people were loving it, dude. Yeah. Especially before the fast building BS took over. It was like... People just having fun, and that's when they dropped the Raven skin, and they made a billion dollars in a month, right? It's like, because yeah. when you're having fun, when you're playing with your buds, you don't, like, you have a different mindset. It's mm-hmm. like, it's it's weird, like, um, you just have, like, a weirdly different mindset to, like, buying this optional stuff, yeah. right? Like, people are more willing to drop $20 on a skin in Fortnite than they are to buy, like, a $20 expansion in DLC. Destiny. They're like going to go look at the reviews content. and be like, is this oh, really worth I don't my know. money? <laughs> yeah, I don't like this one strike. It's like, brother, like, you, you just spent, <laughs> you, you spent $20 on a skin, right? And this is, like, so much more, con- infinitely more content. Yeah, yeah but, but can you floss in the new Destiny expansion? Yeah. <laughs> but it is, it is, like, a thing. Like, it, it's, because it's, like, kind of coming up in the future, you're like, oh, how much am I going to play that content? How much am I enjoying the game? But, like, a skin is, like, in the moment. Right now, I'm having fun. My buds are I using it. Different. I'll buy it, too. I'll buy it, too, right? It's, yeah. like, it is a very weird thing, but it really does happen. Absolutely. And I can t- I can, I can respect that. Um, I don't have any problem with that model as long as the, the core gameplay is fun and, and they use the funds they make off of those skins to refine the core gameplay. I think that Fortnite has done that because obviously the game is free to play that has funded a lot of the you know the new maps the new locations uh, all that business and the same thing goes for apex legends actually apex legends just around the corner they're launching next just next week on tuesday they're launching season 11 escape and that's another game that's free to play but they come up with really really interesting unique skins for guns and characters and banners and emotes all that stuff and those things go to fund the future content and, uh, and we see that now. Apex Legends, we've talked about it several times on the podcast this year about how 
their player retention is huge. The uh, amount of revenue that they're pulling in is huge. And so that's gone to, to fun. Now they, uh, they've shown off they have a new map called Storm Point. It's the largest map in the history of Apex Legends. 15% larger than World's Edge. It's huge. This, like, tropical oasis. It's really interesting, actually, from the pictures we've seen about it. And more of that is supposed to come. There's supposed to be some more information about the map players, all, uh, new character, all that stuff coming out tomorrow. We got the new map, Storm Point. They got a new character named Ash. She's Well, I say new. She's new to the Apex Legends roster. But she's actually one of the bosses that you fight in Titanfall 2. And that's one of the cool things they've done lately is they do all these callbacks to the Titanfall universe. And this well, is... Uh, TV, that's because you can't actually play the game. Hackers have taken over. It'll crash. Yeah. It'll break that's... your PC if you open up the game. That's but right. That's so they have to bring him a Apex Legends so you that's can right. remember them. Yeah, so Ash is new. She's got a real cool... She's, she looks very aggressive. She she can open, like, one-way portals to any location she can see. So if you just want to, like, get in the fight, you know, you look at... You're like, oh, people are fighting over there, and then you just teleport right into it. You can't go back. It's, it's high-risk, high-reward. So, like, you choose, hey, I want to go there. You're there, and you're in the fight immediately. She can, like, find out where fights are happening on the map. I think this is actually kind of cool. What they've done... As I said, her, her her whole motivation is she wants to be the, the best. She wants to be the apex fighter. How do we incorporate that in-game? Well, like, her passive ability is that she can actually see around the map where people are dying. So hmm. if you're playing as Ash and you want to go fight people, you pull up your map and you're like, dude, there's like six people that just died over this POI. Let's go there. So her whole vibe is like, people are getting kills over there. I want to go find out who won that fight, who's still alive. I want to take him out because that's my job is killing people. Because something you know I've mean? heard about Apex Legends is that it doesn't have very much third partying. So this character so- sounds perfect for 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 something that almost never happens in Apex Legends, which is third partying. So that's that's great. I don't know where you got the information. It's the opposite. I one know the, that's the joke. That's one, the joke. It's nothing but third partying. This just sounds. This is make it even worse. Here's what the developer said about Stormpoint, they're like we deliberately designed this map around the feedback this was a core design um you know uh, motivator for this map was that people don't like getting third party so we want to make a map where you can know where the action is but getting there is going to take you a little bit more time one of the ways they've d- done that is they've actually introduced fauna into the game like you got to fight like there's these wolf wolf type canine creatures roaming around so you're like, oh, there's a fight over there. You start running over there. Suddenly a pack of these wolves ambushes your team. You got to take them out. So the the wolves third party you. It's not even just <laughs> the other players. Oh, oh no. They're like, there's not enough third party. We're going to make actual packs of <laughs> roaming wolves just where you're in a gunfight that are going to jump in on the weaker uh, team, bro. Oh, but but they're not hard. They are not hard to fight. Uh, yeah. It's just time consuming. But but honestly, yeah. that's that's honestly for me that's really exciting cuz that's the one reason I don't play Apex. I cannot handle getting third partied all the time. And like in PUBG, you can hear a car coming from a mile away, but if you're walking, it's like it's like 4 years to cross the map in PUBG walking. <laughs> yeah. And so like for people to approach on you, you know they're coming. I feel like the footsteps and the movement abilities aren't very loud, and so you're fighting, and then all of a sudden there's another team on top of you in Apex. And so if they're taking away some sight lines with some corridors and just, like, it's harder to get to you, if they're adding some of those maybe distractions like you're saying, good, good. I want to fight. I want to finish that fight and not feel frustrated because I chose to get aggressive. 
And that's how I feel now with Apex. And that's why I pretty much only play Arena when I do play, is because it's like, I know there's one team, and I can play so much cooler, because it's like, I know exactly where my threats are. In Apex, I'm like, I don't know if I should push or not. I'm a little scared, not gonna lie. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll I'll probably try out the new season. Hopefully that plays out well. Um, But I think it's at least encouraging to hear that 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 was like, an intentional decision like we want to make a map that's going to limit the third parties and when you look at the map it's interesting it looks like there's like three tiers like there's the the beachy sort of pirates of the caribbean vibe down low but then you hear a party or you hear a fight deeper in the map but you gotta you gotta go up in elevation through these canyons to get to these other pois right so it take you a little bit of time and then there's a mm-hmm. third tier uh, above that so so it looks like beach rainforest and then like dry lands Hot up tops. in the mountains oh okay you know and so you kind of have to like go up in elevation if you're going to chase these these fights down or down conversely depending yeah. on where you're at right it's really now, interesting as we approach the end to this i got something important to say okay there's some people who are like you know they're very upset they're very upset that we said some things about halo right they're very upset at apparently that we main destiny we don't know what we're talking about these people clearly need today's sponsor, which is actually a new body wash. These people, like these people, if anyone needs some body wash, it's some of the people in our chat. You know what I'm saying, baby? <laughs> now this is from Manscaped. Now listen, guys, Manscaped, well known for their grooming products, but here's the problem. Here's the problem. All right, you can spend hours, right? You can trimming and getting everything perfect, right? And then you go out, if you stink, it's game over, right? Like, you can be perfectly coiffed and manicured and trimmed. And at the end of the day, you got to be clean, baby. You got to smell good. And the new, oh, body wash by Manscaped. They use their refined cologne in here. Smells great. Great cleaning. It's like... Tap on that bottle. That's aluminum. Tap on It's aluminum. I can't with my foot. I can, you can't really hear it, but it's yeah, it's a it's an aluminum can. Hit your head with it. Thing, which is nice. Now listen, no, okay, but seriously, it, it it also like it has aloe vera and sea salt, so it's actually gonna moisturize and properly clean Scrub, a lot of the really moisturizing stuff. Sometimes doesn't clean as well. This stuff is fantastic, and it's kind of like the last thing you need. Like I'm sure a lot of you guys watching might have randomly gotten like the Manscaped performance package or whatever, it's like kind of the last thing you need. Like you shave it up, you're whatever, you're in the shower anyways. It's like, you need some good body wash, right? There you go. One of the things is, you don't want to mix sense either. Like that's one of the things I've, I've, I've honestly, and this is, um, people know this if you watch my channel, like I did Manscaped as a consumer before I ever did it as a sponsor. And, um, and that's the thing, like they've got a unifying scent. So I've got the cologne, I've got the body wash, I've got everything. So I'm not yeah. mixing scents. So I'm not like a hodgepodge of oh I've got Ralph Lauren up top, you know, for my cologne, that is and then true. my body wash is all this, and then my you know my <laughs> deodorant's this. It's just all unified. That, that's true. You have like a certain body wash, and then if you have like a different like shampoo that smells totally different, and then a different cologne, each may smell good on their own, but like all together it can give some weird vibes. So it's like if you're already using. Like the manscaped products, you get this as your body wash. It's like that more like uniform smell. It's, it just smells ten better. Listen, 
Tash has got a hot wife. True Vanguard's got a hot wife. I've got a hot wife. Who are you going to listen to? The guys who clearly smell great and get the ladies? <laughs> I I don't know if you do, but we, I mean, you're saying clearly we have a little... One disclaimer. Little one disclaimer. M Tash never gets to have sex. So, uh, don't listen to him. Do you have the body wash, Tash? No. Because that might be the missing ingredient. Oh, perfect. I'm going to pick it up wife, with the link in the your chat. Your wife might actually pay attention to you, and all you got to do is use the code CACUSHD20 or click the link in the chat. I think either one will work. If you click the link or use CACUSHD20, it's 20% off and free shipping. So that's a, Perfect. A, 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 you can save a bunch. There you go. I think Honestly, we hit everything. Pick it up. We hit, I, it up. We hit, we hit everything getting, tonight, didn't we? Now, one quick thing before we finish the podcast and RGH After Dark it. Do you guys, are you guys bored? Like, I, like, I, I feel like gaming is just so slow right now. There's a couple little shining lights in the future. But I just feel like I'm waiting. I'm like, I'm gonna be honest. When I am not bored. No, I'm gaming right now. To me, is so fun. I'm what gonna tell playing? you why. What are you playing? I'm gonna tell you three things. One, kayaking. I Kay- admittedly, hey, that's my personal. That's my personal time. Yeah, I get that. But my, for my gaming time, yeah, I'm still playing Destiny. I love this season. The changes they made to the sandbox makes PvP fun. That's number one. Number two, I love Back for Blood. Back for Blood launched. Me and my buddies, we play Back for Blood three nights a week, and it's it's just play with stupid me. amounts no one will of fun. Play with man. me. I have it on. Yeah, you got it on Game, Game Pass, Pass for PC. Yeah, one of these nights when one of my buds can't make it, I'll I'll let you know. But the gunplay. Okay, on that if game your bud feels... can't make it, maybe you'll invite me. Listen, we've been playing. We've been gaming for ten plus years now. Me, I've got I've got my core group of four friends, and the four of us we game consistently. Every week for ten plus years now, over a decade. Do you have a podcast with them too? So and, uh, you know, what is it? No, nope, we get Airbnb Airbnbs together every year though. Okay, well, we go, hey, me yeah. and Tash do, but so back that's for, why you're not invited. I'm telling you, back for blood, your jealousy's showing. Back for blood, and it's a lot of fun. Third thing, phasmophobia. Phasmophobia just uh, oh, yeah. came out with a huge new update. What they did is they are like, listen, people are loving our game, or rather. The guy was like, people are loving my game, but yeah. I cannot handle this on my own. So he uh, was making tons of money with Phasmophobia sales. He hired people. He's got people making new maps and making new animations and ghost models and everything. So it's crazy. They they released a new map. They released a new difficulty mode called Nightmare Mode. And um, there's, like, all kinds of new stuff. There's, like, hidden dead bodies around the maps and and like uh, callbacks to famous horror movies, like all kinds of cool stuff that are now in the game, and um, it's really it's been a lot of fun to play. So I am not bored. I got a lot of stuff I'm doing right now in gaming, and it's it's keeping me pretty motivated. That's good. That's a f- fair point. I played a little bit of Darkest Dungeon too. It's it's been interesting. It's very different from the first one. There's actually like a lot of fans that are saying, "What did you do? Why?" why? But at the same time, you're doing a sequel. Do you want the exact same thing? I don't know. It's a different experience. It's definitely a different experience. I've been so I've been trying that one out, and like, there is a new um, there's a new beta out for Honkai Star Rail, which is made by Mihoyo. I didn't right. get it, I didn't get into the beta. No, like almost no content creators got into the beta. So 
I'll definitely try that out. You guys would shit on it. Crap all like, over it. And, and fair, Tosh, fair. Shits on our game literally nonstop. Like probably maybe we shouldn't get him in here. But uh, <laughs> I, I see your like. I, I've kind of been a little bored too. Uh, there's a new Magic set coming out, so I've been playing Magic Arena. Obviously, oh. like I always play that in the background. But there's always new sets coming out. They're like. These, I I don't have time to explain to you guys, but like they're spamming products on Magic like you wouldn't even believe. It's like, it's like kind of overwhelming. But I think it's like, okay, it's 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 just about to be November, right? And usually, what would we have in September? Destiny, right? We'd have a, a Destiny launch in September. Um, it was like beyond, and then. You know, Beyond Light was delayed till November, and then uh, what was it? Freaking uh, Shadow Keep was October, right? So like that's what we're missing out on, right? Like that's why it seems kind of boring and stalled. Is like this season launched in the beginning of August, and then there's been nothing. Like the thing that launched in September was Destiny, Destiny One, right? Um, I think. Rise of Iron, uh, Destiny 2, uh, Forsaken, and again, Shadow Keep was just in that like October window. So now that we're missing that, now that we have Witch Queen in February, it feels like there's like a bigger gap. True. Where it's like November, all the heavy hitters come out. Call of Duty comes out November 5th, uh, Battlefield comes out November 19th, and then December. Uh, 7th is the huge Destiny 30th anniversary. December 8th is Halo. Halo. Like, things are about to get really busy. Uh, but it's like that weird gap where usually you have stuff in September, October, but because Destiny is now, like, off that track, it, it feels empty. So I do Fair. agree with you, Tash. Like, it feels a little empty. Yeah. We'll see. Um, any quick burning questions before we sign off for the podcast? We get, yeah, we should, get we should little, say we're get technically... RGH after dark. RGH after dark. So, chat, if you guys have any questions, feel free to ask them. We will try to answer just a few before we get going. Um, we got a $1 donation guys... and a couple of memberships. Thank you so much for supporting us. And thank you for following. If you guys haven't followed already, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast. We also post this on... Uh, on Anchor, which pushes it out to Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. And, like, honestly... We still get like three, four thousand people listening to those on Spotify every week, which is amazing. I mean, that's that's really cool that you guys are popping in and uh, and listening to us. Tash, what, po- what position do you play in hockey? I, I already responded to that, but you didn't look at chat. I was a centerman and I was a, a right winger for most of my quote unquote career, and I played against some NHL players like Brendan Gallagher, Jordy Martinuk for the for Phoenix, and a bunch of others. But I wasn't as good as them, so I didn't make the NHL. And now I play video games like a loser. What position do you play in bed? Uh, <laughs> uh, I play solo. Uh, solo. So I was going to say, <laughs> hey! I play, oh, I play by myself. Oh, my I God. I bet you do. Someone, someone said, Cacus, you're great. Thank you. I appreciate the love after being froze by everyone else in chat. Is the horrors least available in the nightfall this week? I honestly, I don't know. I think there's a possibility. Maybe it drops, but it can drop, but it's still sunset. It's still sunset. It's still going to be sunset. Um, If you want a rapid fire energy pulse, 
Jurassic, uh, the Jurassic one is where you, I actually just got one today with the rangefinder plus multi kill clip roll and ricochet rounds and like fluted barrel. So mm -hmm. really happy with that. Was there experience with trials, uh, solo trials, freelance trials? Freelance trials. Oh was yeah, how fun, was that? Actually, I, felt, I mean, it was fun. It was a lot of fun playing freelance trials. My only problem is that I think that um, if freelance trials is going to stick around, it needs to be a not, like every now and then thing. It should come up because you can't. Ha I, it's fun, but it does. It does. It is at the expense of the, you know, the core trials experience. The three v three team experience is a little bit rougher because of it. Right. So I I had a lot of fun with it. I think it should come up every now and then as an option for solo players. And I'm totally down for throwing solo players a bone because I'm a major solo player, so mm -hmm. I can get down with that. But never at the expense of of did you uh, tanking the experience for other players. Did you play that weekend when freelance was available? Did you play any normal trials like I with the team? Yes, it was How? it was considerably sweatier. I even was though, gonna say even though the numbers even though the numbers were up, everyone's in freelance. Everyone's in freelance. All the, all the like casual players who just play solo are in freelance. Also, the so duo. My problem is that a lot of times I duo I actually duo queue a lot, and mm. so I had a long session where I was duo queuing. My matchmaking times were longer because we were trying to find solos. The solos that we did, any. the solos that we did eventually find were horrible because they were. And this isn't me bashing them. There are people that don't know any better. They didn't know Freelance was up. They don't watch Destiny News. They don't check to see that Freelance is even an option. They just click on Trials and play. So they're not like seasoned players. They're just like, oh, I think I'll play Trials right now. Right. And so it was it was really rough as somebody who tends to duo queue. So, um, yeah, there's that. But playing Freelance was fun. I liked it. I would love for it to come back every now and then. But I don't think it should be a, a, a standard thing. Yeah, that is like that is the debate right where it's like do we introduce this playlist that solo players will undoubtedly like and benefit from but it is splitting the playlist and so now you have less people you got your pool you split them pool. you split them down based on their platform you split them down based on whether they're flawless or not you split them down based on whether they're solo or not and now you've, you had a big player base and now it's just a bunch of different small ones yep yep and that messes with your matchmaking because your quality your your uh, match quality is going to go down every time you split the population the quality of your matches overall goes down so you do it yep. several several times your quality over overall is just going to continue to get tanked I think this, how they're doing is like the way to do it. Like maybe like once a month, do like a, a, a solo queue weekend once a month. So if you are a solo player, like that's the time to hop in, get, get, get some solo matchmaking in. But the rest of the time you need to keep that playlist strong. Cause it's just like, it, it, this is not just destiny, any game. It's like, once you split that playlist too much, I mean, call of duty and battlefield, really suffered from this with map packs. Do you guys remember like map packs? You can only and... play other people with the map packs and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Like it, if you bought the Call of Duty map pack, you'd like it was even worse, right? Because the, at the end of the game's life cycle, like let's say you only bought map pack two, you would like match the other thousand people <laughs> yeah. out of like a hundred thousand who only bought map pack two. Like it was, the matchmaking was just like horrible. Uh, and so, actually, I remember undownloading or, like, turning off all my map packs 
so I would just have the base version of the game. So I'd match people who just had the base version of the game. And it would be like way less sweaty and it would just be an easier time because like most people just had the base version of the game. Right. So that and that's part of the reason now they've moved away from map packs is because it split the player base too much. You have yeah. to have one pool base game, one pool, all map packs. Another pool, just map pack one. Another pool, just map yeah. pack two. Another pool, map pack one and two. Like, it'd be brutal. Question. Are you guys going to try out Lost Ark? The beta is coming out on the November 4th. Are you guys interested Dude, in that? If Lost Ark, the guys that have followed from Lost Ark actually reach out and send me a message and say, here's a beta code, I'd love to play. Dude, I don't... How do people get these codes? Uh, brother, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, if someone could just reach out and say, hey, do you want a code to our game? I'm like, yes, I'd love to try your game. But, like, no one ever talks to me. So I just, like, never play anything. No one ever Destiny. talks to me. <laughs> yeah, just... At what point do you start thinking, maybe it's, it's me? me. <laughs> well, uh, trust That's me, right. I'm already thinking it. I'm already thinking it. I'm like, bro, what the oh, hell? Man. Um... Uh, one more thing was, did you guys watch the PlayStation, the the state of the play? I mean, did I it, you, it. you didn't miss much. People are saying, like, you could have just posted a paragraph and it would have been the same thing. One thing is Star Ocean. I think the last one was in, like, when was the last Star Ocean game? Uh, like, 2016? Like they announced a new Star Ocean anime game if you're interested in, like, JRPGs. Uh, Star Ocean has some potential, but that's like a long-term series. Like I think the first one is in nine, yeah, nineteen ninety-six, and the last one is in twenty sixteen. So pretty big gap in between, and uh, yeah, they announced like a new one coming in twenty twenty-two, which is pretty cool. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, and they announced another like a Five Nights at Freddy type thing. Oh really? Yeah, like I literally don't care about it though at all. Interesting. Anyways, like, people love it. I gotta pee so bad. Yeah, dude, I'm dying. I'm dying. That that's gonna be it for the episode. This is the real gamer p uh, real gamer hour. We talk about all things gaming every Wednesday night at nine oh, p.m. Well, uh, don't stop. I gotta pee. What? No, we can say what. All right, we'll stop it. No, go. Just finish it. <laughs> I was gonna say, don't we have to do like a, a advanced GG? We love advanced sure. GG. Code RGH. Advanced GG. Use code RGH. Advanced.gg. Use code RGH. We love you. You drink advanced GG, you're gonna have to pee as hard as these two idiots. So Sheesh! Yeah, like, get it out. Get it into your system, get it back out of your system, baby. Thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure to sub oh, for more, and we'll see you next Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Cacus oh HD gosh. 20 for Manscaped. Get the body wash. Great stuff. Could you Great let me nothing. do the goddamn outro? The outro. You're not going anywhere, baby. This, this podcast is gonna die. The outro <laughs> isn't even safe from Cacus Interruptions, man. Brother, I gotta do I'm Because True Vanguard's hiding all the money. I gotta pay us somehow. I gotta get this editor paid. What do you think Font did that kayak? Hey, what? That's a nice kayak. We need to have a meeting. Real Game Rower kayak. We need to have a meeting.